This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Paying tribute to number 5, 105.7 The Fan. The pitch is hit high and deep to left field. The game is over. Brooks Robinson with a three-run homer. The great Bill O'Donnell on the call. Brooks Robinson pinch hit. Three-run homer off Dave LaRoche of the Cleveland Indians. 268th and last home run as the 77 Orioles, one of the great surprise teams. One of Earl Weaver's greatest jobs. Won 97 games that year. Stunned the Indians on that night. And uh, a guy that was there. For that How home. many times do you think Brooks pinch hit? I mean, he, he was the third baseman. Right. He, he was always in the lineup. That, that, that is certainly a unique feat. And uh, joining us now, someone who was there for that game, who was celebrating with Brooks and the rest of the Orioles and all of Baltimore. He's an Oriole Hall of Famer himself. He joins us on the WGK Law Guest Hotline, Bob Haney, Jim Hunter, paying tribute to Brooks Robinson with Sweet Swinging Kenny Singleton. Ken, good morning. Thanks for your time. I know it's a tough time for you and all of Brooks's friends and former teammates, but what do you remember about that night, Memorial Stadium, probably five grand in the stands, and Brooks hits that walk-off home run? Hey, Bob and Jim, uh, hope you guys are doing well. Yeah, that was, uh, uh, Jim is right. Uh, Brooks didn't pinch hit very often. He was getting down to the last uh, uh, few months of his career, to be honest with you. He, um, uh, I believe what happened was Rick Dempsey came off the IL, and they asked Brooks to retire. Yep. And uh, he did. Uh, we, we were in Minnesota at the time, and uh, I, I don't think we were winning that game. I, I, if I, I can't re- recall completely, but I can recall Brooks saying, I retired for this. <laughs> we, we were playing so poorly that day, and eventually he went up to the booth and uh, uh, was up there for many years and contributed, uh, continued to contribute to uh, Oriole baseball for many years after his retirement as a player. But uh, he, he was a very special guy. Um, I, I can recall that when I was traded to Baltimore, uh, you know, Bob, I think we we talked about this briefly, but uh, the first person I saw walking in the door in spring training in 1975 in Miami was Brooks. And um, he put his arm around me, welcomed me to the team, uh, he said, we have a lot of good players here. You don't have to do it all by yourself. And, of course, so, you know, when I walked into the clubhouse and I looked around and you, you saw the likes of Jim Palmer and Paul Blair and Don Baylor and Bobby Gritch, Mark Belanger, uh, Elrod Hendricks, uh, Mike Cuellar. You know, I, I might be leaving out a couple, but I don't mean to. Uh, I, I realized that Brooks was right. And 
that that welcoming to the team just made me feel at ease right away. When you come to a new team, you don't know what to expect. And um, to have the great Brooks Robinson say to you, welcome to the ball club, that was fantastic. Uh, another thing about Brooks, to show you how he was with people in general, uh, that spring, uh, the Belangers, uh, Mark and Dee threw a party for the team, you know, sort of like get together. Everybody's been gone all winter. And, you know, I was invited. My my wife was invited. And um, my mom came. My mom was at spring training. And during the course of the evening, she struck up a conversation with Brooks. And um, he was so nice to her uh, that, um, you know, she told me, he's my favorite Oriole. She said, of course, after you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there there were days I bet Brooks was a close 1B, if, if you know what I mean, uh, because he was so kind to her. Every time he saw her, the pass would cross to the stadium. He would stop and talk to my mom. And uh, my mom was a great uh, judge of character, and she, she just loved Brooks. She just like the rest of us did. Uh, not only is a great player, but just a, a good, a, a fantastic person in, in just in everyday life. He treated everybody the same. Um, years later, when I was broadcasting with the Yankees, he would come in the booth uh, from time to time just to say hello. I introduced him to all my colleagues, uh, Michael K., John Flaherty, uh, Meredith Morakovic, and he was so kind to them. And it, it, they all uh, would say after Brooks had uh, left the booth, they'd go, you know, watch the rest of the ball game. That what a, a nice guy he was. <laughs> a nice guy doesn't describe how what Brooks was to this community. And um, you know, we're we're all going to miss him. Um, his legacy is going to live on forever. I, you know, the greatest defensive third baseman ever. Um, uh, I can recall when I was traded here, Bob and, and Jim. You know, Mike Torres was traded to the Orioles with me, and. Uh, the year that Mike was here, he won 20 games, but he also led the league in walks. But every time he got a ground ball, Brooks, uh, Belanger, or Bobby Gritch would turn it into a double play, and that's how, that's how he he won 20 games that year. Uh, unfortunately, they traded Mike the next year to Oakland, and we got Reggie in that deal. But uh, that's that's you know my memories of Brooks. Not only that one home run that particular night, but just the person he was, and um, you know. You know, to, to make that impression on my mom, who certainly was, you know, not she wasn't all that impressionable. That uh, that uh, that's the type of person he was. Singing, you mentioned uh, when Demp's, Demper came off the injured list, uh, yeah. they they needed a roster spot, and they said, "Hey, Brooksy, by the way, uh, we need you to retire." How often did you remind Rick that he <laughs> he he was the guy that forced Brooks Robinson off the field? Well, you, you know, well, I, I would put that more in the front office than Rick. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, Brooks at that time, when I first got to the Orioles, he, he wasn't quite the hitter he had been, but certainly he could play third base better than anybody in the league. And he was more, uh, you know, for, on defense than he was on offense. But he he knew, and we, we all know when we're getting down near the end, and he graciously accepted the retirement and uh, for the good of the team. And uh, so that's what he meant to the Orioles. That's what the Orioles meant to him. And, of course, you know, Rick Dempsey went on to become, you know, the MVP catcher in the, in the uh, a Hall, not a Hall of Famer, but the uh, Oriole Hall of Famer, and certainly uh, the MVP of the World Series in 83. So it, it wasn't like he was coming or retiring for somebody who couldn't play. You know, Rick was a great defensive catcher himself, 
and certainly a spark plug to our team. And I think Brooks realized that that uh, the time had come. Ken Singleton joining us here. Bob Haney, Jim Hunter, 105.7 The Fan, celebrating the life and the career of the great Brooks Robinson, who passed away yesterday at the age of 86. After both of your playing days were over, Ken, you both got into broadcasting, of course, but how do you keep that friendship maintained, not just you and Brooks, but all, all of the players that were on those teams and beyond? Just talk about that Oriole fraternity and how close it is still to this day. Yeah, when you win a world championship, Bob, uh, you have a bond for life. Uh, and um, I was very um, – the Orioles were gracious enough to bring us all back this year for the 40th anniversary. You know, so, some of the players I hadn't seen in, in decades, uh, some of the guys from that team. Uh, when I saw Len Sakata and, and I, fans, you have to remember, Len came all the way from Honolulu. That's where he lived uh, for the reunion. I gave him a big hug. I, I, I must have hugged him for 30 seconds. I, I just didn't want to let him go. He was, you know, maybe a utility player on the team, but he was – fun to be around and uh, certainly uh you know for for that one night when the tippy picked off the three guys and, and Lenny hit the home run to win the game in 83 uh that that's going to go down in Orioles lore forever uh, I, I just uh it, it just means so much to have friends like uh tippy martinez around uh al bumbry you know we play golf together all the time um scott mcgregor who recently moved to uh Tennessee to be near his grandkids. I can't blame him for that. You know, we all have grandkids now and you want to be close to them. Uh, but Scotty was certainly in our golf group. And, you know, we start telling stories about Earl or whomever on the team in those days. And, you know, we were all better ball players while we were playing golf than we were back then. So <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's like I say, it's a bond for life. Um, uh, you know, I'll see Ross Grinsley this winter and Mike Torres down in Florida when I go down there. Uh, play golf with those guys and just hang out with the families and um, like you know this you're talking 40 50 years that I've known these people and um, you know I love them all and that's that's the type of bond you have when you have teammates and you have to remember the Orioles in those days and now they're, they're coming back to it they're pretty darn good I mean just the 10 years I was with the Orioles we won more games than any other team and got to the World Series a couple of times. So that those those sort of things are, you remember the good stuff, and there was plenty of good stuff to remember. You know, Singy, uh, one thing about Brooks was how he was just one of the guys in Baltimore. And uh, I remember one night uh, I was hosting O's Extra, and the team was on the road, so Demper and I were in the studio and it was my turn to go out and get his dinner. And I walked into a, a, a place uh, to get food. And who's online in front of me but Brooks? He was just there with all the people getting some uh, brisket or whatever he was getting. But th that's the type of guy he was. He was just part of the community, and he just loved being around the people. You know, I've, I had the same feeling, too, because when, when you're playing in this particular community, and I'm sure it's the same in a lot of areas around the country, but the fans sort of gravitate to you, especially when the team is playing well. I mean, as we were back then, I can recall, you know, you walk into uh, the supermarket, a giant somewhere, or you go to the gas station and the attendants or the people who are working there, they say, you know, I'm going to the game tonight. I hope you play well. And you know eventually you're going to go back to the supermarket or you're going to go back to the gas station 
So you, you want to play well for these people. Yeah, don't go all for four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you don't feel like striking out with the bases loaded. You know what I mean? So I, I, I just feel as though, you know, Brooks had, to me, had a regal quality about him. You know, it, we, we were all players, and we were all pretty good players. But you're talking about a Hall of Famer, or at least at that time, you know, if you realize it was going to be a future Hall of Famer. And he, he – he also was the type of guy who helped out other players. I mean, he was the uh, president of the players, uh, the multi-retired um, players association, uh, for years. You know, he and Mark Belanger were our player reps. So when in those days there was a lot of contention between the owners and the players. I, I think like every other year, there was either a strike or a lockout, and there were no group texts in those days. You know, nothing like the communications were not like they are now. So each one of them would have to call us individually and let us know what was going on with negotiation with the owners and how soon we might be back to, on the field again. And uh, so those, those are the type of guys that you want on your team. They're willing to do whatever it takes to keep everybody informed as to what was happening uh, with their lives, let alone their, their job. So, uh, you know, I, I'm, I was fortunate enough to have Brooks and Mark in those situations, and uh, I, I'm certainly – grateful that they, they were there at that time Warrior hall of famer ken singleton ken we appreciate the time and thanks for the stories and all the best to you and brooks's friends and teammates and uh we look forward to talking to you soon hopefully as the orioles make a deep run in this year's playoffs yeah they're, they're, they're going to be good for quite a while here they're, they're, their team is uh quite young and uh, on the up this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 